Aim High and SeaTac, a podcast about aerospace, facts and data about a hidden industry that not many know about. An industry that has endless opportunities for you, your family, your friends, and your economy. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Aim High and SeaTac, a podcast that touches on a little bit of something for everyone. Aerospace is a hidden industry and needs to be tapped into. The needs are vast and the opportunities are endless. My name is Yvette Wilson. I'm the host of this podcast. The mission of my podcast is to educate people of all demographics about aerospace. The information I share with you on this podcast will include only facts and data provided directly from known sources, such as the Labor Bureau Statistics. The purpose of this podcast is to share information so that you can learn about a hidden secret that has many lifelong careers that can not only make you stronger, but also make our states, our counties, and our cities more economically strong. Through aerospace, an industry that won't stop growing, an industry that will only get larger, and an industry that is untapped and unknown. Please join me and let's explore more about this industry. Okay, I'm going to start this podcast podcast off by asking six questions. These questions will gauge your very basic knowledge of the aerospace industry. If you get three or more questions right, then that tells me that this week's podcast may not be for you. However, you might know someone who could find value in this week's podcast, and I'd love for you to share it with them. Now, if you get three or more questions wrong, then please stay tuned because you'll learn a lot about an industry in need of people just like yourself. So let's get started. Question one. Boeing is projecting how many pilots and mechanics will be needed by 2036? Well, Boeing projects 1.2 million pilots and aviation mechanics will be needed by 2036. That's 637,000 new commercial airline pilots and 648,000 new commercial airline maintenance technicians. Question number two. How many airplanes is Boeing forecasting a need for in the next 20 years? Well, Boeing is forecasting a need for over 39,600 airplanes valued at more than $5.9 trillion. That's a lot of money and a lot of airplanes and most importantly, a lot of jobs. Aviation is becoming more diverse with approximately 38% of all new airplanes being delivered to airlines based in the Asia region. And an additional 40% will be delivered to airlines based in Europe and North, Air- North America, with the remaining 22 to be delivered to the Middle East, Latin America, the Commonwealth of Independent States, and Africa. So not only are we needing, you know, airline mechanics and pilots here in the United States, the need is vast. It's, it's, um, it's uh, across the country. It's international. Um, So, did anybody have, I I would love to know how many people got that question answered correctly. Uh, Question three, how many new jobs will be created by this um, huge forecasted need? Well, uh, 637,000 new commercial airline pilots, as I said in question one, 648,000 new commercial airline maintenance technicians, And I didn't mention it earlier, but 839,000 new cabin crew members will be needed as well once these airplanes are up in the sky flying. So as you can see, the the number of jobs that are available can impact 
<laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people. So let's move on. Okay, so let's move on to question five. What is, the, what is driving the influx in the job demand? Why in the world are we, are we projecting such a high number of, of pilots and mechanics needed in such a short period of time? Well, that's because 30% um, of all the aviation maintenance technicians are within retirement age. And only 2% are entering into the workforce. So just see how that works. Now just visualize, close your eyes and imagine, um, I don't know, a, a bunch of high, schools, high school seniors that all started becoming A&P mechanics together, you know, 60 plus years ago, and then they all decided that naturally they're going to retire at the same time. And like I keep telling you, this industry is, um, it's untapped and it's not a lot of people know about it. So obviously you see that. So, it'd be nice to know how many people um, knew the answer to that. Uh, finally, question six. What types of opportunities are there in aviation? Well, over 95% of the private industry employment um, for aircraft mechanics and service technicians could be found in seven different industries. Manufacturing, air transportation, airports, flying fields and services, machinery, equipment and supplies, wholesale, trade, personal, supplies, services, um, management and public relations. In other words, some, some job titles that um, you probably would be more familiar with would be something such as you could get into the aerospace and take the avenue of the safety inspector or manager. Uh, you could instruct her and teach other people how to become AMP mechanics. Um, or a technical writer, you can write some tech manuals and um, teach people how to do things. Um, you could work with aircraft uh, manufacturers, um, airlines, regional commuter or major airlines, um, cargo carriers, and if you're interested in vintage airplanes, you could even get into that. Um, <clears throat> so, how much does an aircraft mechanic make? Well, the median annual wage for an aircraft mechanic and service technician was $62,920 in May 2018. That's pretty good. The avionics technician was about $64,140 as of May 2018. So as you can see, not only is the need vast, the pay is high. And let's do something. Let's take a look at other uh, mechanics in different types of industry settings to see how they size up to an aviation or an avionics mechanic. So let's look at the motorcycle mechanics. Uh, motorcycle mechanics, they, they're the lowest me mechanic out there as the comparison. Lo motorcycle mechanics make um, on average an annual salary of $36,000. The automotive, the automotive service technician is up to $37,000 um, and that's going to take you quite some time because I know that you have to earn a lot of your ASC certifications along the way before you can make enough rank to even start making enough money. Um, there's also the heating cooling mechanics and their, their starting salary um, is getting a little higher. It's about $45,000 a year. 
Um, but still, you'll be crawling under um, houses and things. But, I mean, to each their own. Um, and then finally, there's the bus, truck, and diesel engine specialist. They're at $46,000. But if you compare all of those, uh, the aircraft mechanic is at 60, 60 grand a year, and that's still um, a lot higher than the others. So the, the level of training is um, hmm, comparable. I'm sure it's a, a little higher, harder here or there, but at the end of the day, what's the end result is what I'm looking at. Okay, so how many questions did you answer correctly? The next question I would assume you would have for me. If you could ask one question, what would it be? I would imagine that most of you are wondering what it would take to become an AMP mechanic. Am I right? Well, if not, then I'm going to carry on anyways. Aircraft mechanics and service technicians typically enter the occupation after attending a Part 147 FAA-approved aviation maintenance technician school, similar to Aviation Institute of Maintenance. These schools award a certificate of completion that the FAA recognizes as an alternative to the experience requirements stated in the regulations. These schools also grant holders the right to take the relevant FAA exams. Some aircraft mechanics service technicians enter the occupation with a high school diploma or equivalent and receive on-the-job training to learn their skills and to be able to pass the FAA exam. Aviation maintenance personnel who are not certified by the FAA work under the supervision until they have enough experience and knowledge and become certified, and others are trained on the job or learn through training in the military. Next week's podcast will discuss how to get approval to use your experience in lieu of education, so stay tuned then. Uh, the FAA requires that the aircraft maintenance be done either by a certified mechanic with the appropriate ratings or authorizations or under the supervision of such a mechanic. The FAA offers a separate certification for body work, that's the airframe mechanic or the A, and the engine work. Uh, the power plant mechanics or the P, but employers may, refer, may prefer to hire mechanics who have both an airframe and power plant rating or an AMP rating. The AMP ratings generally certify that the aviation mechanic meets basic knowledge and ability standards. How old do you have to be? Well, mechanics must be at least 18 years of age. Pretty good. That means that a high school student right out of high school can um, go straight in, take 22 months of training, and in 22 months they could essentially be making, um, I don't know, like I said, upwards towards forty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Um, I believe in what this industry has to offer so much that I um, enrolled my son into Aviation Institute of Maintenance. Um, him, his girlfriend, um, and another young lady from North Mason High School recently um, enrolled into Aviation Institute of Maintenance. Um, like I said, I believe in what we do. I believe in the industry and I believe in what what his career is going to look like when in 22 months. 
he's going to be starting this fall, um, August 26th at Aviation Institute of Maintenance in Fremont, California. It's really exciting. Um, so anyways, as I was, mechanics must be at least 18 years of age, um, be fluent in English and have 30 months of experience to qualify for either their A or P rating or both. So like I said, my son and his girlfriend and um, another young lady are going to go to the AMP school um, and in 22 months they'll become AMP mechanics. Completion of a program at the Part 147 FAA approved aviation maintenance technician schools like Aviation Institute of Maintenance can substitute for the experience requirement. So like I said, you could either have joined the military, serviced for 30 months or longer working on airplanes um, and you can go sit with the FISDO at your local FISDO office and use your experience in lieu of education. Um, but we'll talk about that next week and I'll actually have an inspector um, answer some questions to help clarify exactly that process. Once you have completed your training or received the FISDO sign-off on your experience from prior military or what, wherever you may have obtained your experience, um, you'll have to pass a written, oral, and practical exam to demonstrate that you have the required skills um, and you're able to complete the competencies. This will allow you to receive and keep your certification as an AMP mechanic. So why did I tell you all of this? Because I want you to tell somebody about aerospace and all the great career opportunities that are available to those that want to go after it. Next time you read about the lack of jobs or you're talking to somebody in your community or in your city or your um, county and they say how there are no jobs, I want you to remember this podcast. Like I said earlier, there's 648,000 jobs in, in just becoming an AMP mechanic alone. You can be a pilot, you can be um, an aircraft attendant. There's so many jobs out there. You also can't be scared of artificial intelligence taking over your job because again, you need to remember aerospace. It's a um, it's a hidden gem that we need to tap into. It's a industry that no one really knows about, obviously, because the demand is so high and there's a whole generation of people that are retiring at the same time and we're trying to fill a void. Um, and I want to get the word out there to everyone. So anyhow, this is the end of my podcast for this week, and I hope that you guys learned something from it, um, whether it be small or large, and I hope that you share this with somebody that might um, be interested in hearing more about aerospace. Like I said, next week we're going to talk. It's going to be aimed to people that have prior military experience and want to get an 8610-2 the Airman Certificate and or Rating Application um, sign-off from the FAA. So tune in next week, um, Monday at 7 p.m.
and please leave any comments or feedback. Ask me as many questions as you have and I'll do my best to get those answers for you. Take care and have a great evening. Thank you.